Good evening, everybody, and welcome to this, the 38th episode of Blood on the Thames, a Vampire the Masquerade Chronicle set in London, England. With me tonight... Carlos playing Moses of Clan Nosferatu. Peter playing Simon of Clan Melkavian. <laughs> and Philip playing Sarah Matthews of Clan Gangrel. <laughs> You've forgiven me. <laughs> no. Okay, this so... I don't know, it's not my fault. So, we're going to leap right into the recap, otherwise I'll slip back into previous discussions. Okay, oh, it's me, it's me. Yes. So, <laughs> Benjamin takes Sarah back to his flat and he finds Danielle there. Um, and Danielle has found out that Edmund is injured and she knows exactly where he is and she intends to go and get her revenge. So Moses is called to help. Um, he goes to join the others, helpfully informing the tailing Nosferatu where he's off to. Meanwhile, Sarah is left at Benjamin's flat for her own safety, while Edda, she's also charged with looking after Fagin. Uh, Benjamin and Moses find Edmund, who is talking to Anatole, except he doesn't look much like Edmund anymore. Unable to face the thing wearing his sire's body, um, he lets Benjamin lets Simon loose. Simon immediately tries to diablerize Vemmet. But luckily, Moses is there to stop him. He knocks Simon clear and destroys Vemmon's body and shoots him in the head, get, granting him a kill. Some might say so assist Simon, Simon immediately <laughs> goes into frenzy. I will not read what is written here. Because <laughs> you wrote it and you're biased. <laughs> Meanwhile, Sabine comes to visit Benjamin's flat, finding Sarah hiding in the wardrobe. Damn you, Fagan briefly escapes, but is recaptured. So then, um, Simon and Danielle go back to the flat, and Simon has a lovely chat with Sarah about being a vampire. In the meantime, Moses gets a call from Katya. Um, she's at the cross hands with her guts hanging out. He goes and picks her up in Benjamin's car, only to just be in the, the rising sun back to his other, other haven. Mm. And that's where we left it. Mm. That is where we left it. So, given that everybody kind of got back, their places just as the sun started to rise. I believe we're starting with Rouse checks. Ooh. Uh, Do we get our willpower back? Yes. Yeah. Willpower will come back. Yeah, but this is how, how a perfect streak of three that sessions of Hunger Zero ends. Now, can I pass? <laughs> By rolling the one die that would get me a success off the table. And I go to Hunger Two. Shall we see if I can beat my failing Rouse check streak? Do yeah, it. it's currently at eight. Well, yeah! Oh, unbelievable! Unbelievable! Okay. Wait, so, passed. what's everyone's levels? Two, one. hunger two, sadly. Two, two, and one. Two, two, and one. Mm. Cool. So, it was too good to be true. Mm. You don't we want to stay at zero. Yes, yes. That means no hunger dice when I roll. <laughs> That's very much where <laughs> I want to be. There's a reason you have no hunger dice. Yeah. Feel bad for that. Yeah. <laughs> worse. Feel worse. There you go. <laughs> so, Moses. Mm -hmm. uh. The first thing you are aware of when you wake up, and although it is a faded smell, it's still strong to you, is the smell of crusted, albeit very small in amount, Vitae which permeates throughout your haven. It's a stark reminder to your beast, which immediately rouses and then is subdued, that there is another predator where you sleep. 
And it's then slowly that you begin to remember the presence of Katya and the presence of Will. In another room, but they're there. And then memories of the previous night begin rolling back to you. And glancing over towards your phone, you double check out of reflex, each of them. But there are no messages. What are you doing? While I finish sort of rising and waking up, <clears throat> text, I'll call Alice, her number. If it's, if it goes to voicemail, leave it a, leave her a, a voicemail. Just, just call me when you hear this. And um, sending her a text just in case she reads that and doesn't catch the voicemail. Do the same with Nancy and Gideon. Try to get in touch with them. And uh, voicemails, messages. Um, okay. Anyone else? Yes. The number who called me from where Pocky called me from. Um, I did what you ask. Hope you're happy. Anything else I need to do? Okay. And to leave it there as a question and go out to see how are, how are Katya and Will doing. Okay. Benjamin. Larry. When you begin to slowly wake up, it's to a merciful relief because torpor, which is normally quite void, there's nothing there, there's nothing aside from a kind of blankness, which in some ways is a relief, in other ways it's like paralyzing. You wish it had been this night hmm. because you're mind was assailed with images of Edmund. Oh. Assailed with images of Vement. And assailed with images of the burning of London. But the memories you have are not memories that you've lived through, at least none that you can remember having lived through. But all of them were horrific. But what was worse about all of them wasn't anything that Vement did. wasn't anything that Edmund did. And it wasn't even the burning of people around them. It's the way you were. And it was the way that you managed to observe everything going on and not care. Hmm. You didn't even care enough to sketch it, to paint it. Hmm. And although you don't recognize them. The people that Anatole and Lucita are drawing you towards seem not to see them. But when they do look at you, it is with an expression of abject horror. And then you can't help but finally feel a measure of emotional relief at seeing that expression. And the mm -hmm. worse it becomes, the closer you get better you feel hmm. and then you woke up and when I say woke up your body began to activate your body yeah. became alive with the senses that drew you back into where you were did you make a decision 
I did. Okay. What are you doing? Uh, I'm going to get up and go out of my room to see if anyone is... Oh, is Sarah still on the sofa in the front room? Sarah would have been the first one to wake up. Okay. Which for you is still a sensation which is in itself alien. Because it's not just slowly coming back to yourself. It is being very thinly aware that one by one pieces of your body is becoming alert and awake. And it always starts with the taste buds. The taste buds and the sense. And that increasingly aggressive twisting of the gut. The beast's way of reminding you that it is there. But no matter how tightly it twists and how painful that is, or how fleeting it is, you are instinctually aware it could be worse. You are instinctually aware, although you try not to be, it will be worse. But the house around you, the room that you're in, is quiet. There is no other stirring. And in the dark, you busy yourself with your own thoughts until finally you hear someone waking. So I'll I'll come out into the front room, um, and look at Sarah for a few moments. Does she seem to be looking especially hungry, or does she look? Um, not. I mean, it's only if she looks like she's right on, you know. Yeah, I'm. Like, mean, it's to be honest, she doesn't. Cool. Because in fact, she looks like she's living. As though she's made a point of making herself appear living. Mm. Which is something that you immediately pick up on because you come accustomed to being in the presence of the dead. Yeah. You don't have to do that here, you know. figure that out this morning, I think. Um, why it just happened? I, I don't know. Do you like it? Do you prefer it like this? I don't know. Then... What's that? Is there a body to be buried, or is that is that done? You mean a body that can be you? No. 
You mean you wish to bury someone? What happened to Jim's body? So last I heard, or remember, I think his body was, am I right in saying it was, it was in the church and it was being taken care of by... Oh, okay. As far as you're aware. I'll say Moses has taken care of that. I need to uh, speak with Moses and... Yes. Not an empty casket this time. I'm going to um, go across the room and have a quick look in the bathroom. Mm -hmm. Is there any soap left there? There is. I'm going to um, wash my hands. Okay. It is because you like to you like to purchase good products. Mm. It is the same kind of soap that Anatoly took. Mm. Not the same one. No. But it is the same kind. And the smell of it is oddly refreshing. Mm. Um, now that you've come to associate it with Anatoly. Mm. So I'll come back out to Sarah. Are you going to call Moses then? He said yesterday he'd be back, so I seems like a busy guy. Yes, so you should call him. He'll be too busy to call you. Send Moses a text. You coming back? Bzzzt. Yes, but later I <clears throat> I ran into some difficulties. I'll keep you posted. Do you need anything? When you arrive, I need personal conversation. Are you okay? I am. Yeah, sure. We can talk when I get there. And yes. Um, I am okay, but others are not. I'm tending to them. Stay safe, see you soon. See you soon. And that's the response you get. So you're aware there are responses. What did he say? He'll be around, he'll be around sometime. Um, apparently he's fine, but he's with someone else who got hurt. Did he say who? No. And, uh, I, f I figured it might not be the wise thing to ask mm. over the phone. Yes. Um. You're right to be careful. 
So is there any sound of Danielle moving at this point? No. Hmm. What are your plans for this evening? Is it... Until Moses or Katia comes, then I have to look after you. And after last night, most of my plans don't matter now. I have to make new ones. Well, I think that is going to be some time. You feel it. Yes. You'll feel it forever. But. Lisa said to feed often. Yes. And I haven't since that L night I, uh, this happened. Then we'll hunt. It, it's hunt. Is that? That's what we call it. Have you? Did Lisa feed you? No. Hear me. Was that man? I, I, I don't know who he was. I do. It doesn't matter now. He's dead. Do I feel any better when she looks like that? A little. If you feed when you're not that hungry, then you can control it, and it will not control you. different. In time you will have to choose how you wish to hunt. But for now we will make it easy for you. Okay. I'll go to the door where Daniel is and I'll knock. Yes. I need to take Sarah out to feed. Are you staying here? I can leave if you wish. You can stay. If you wish. Amelia's door opens. And she studies you closely. And Sarah. 
I should probably go. Yes. It was nice meeting you, Sarah. She moves over towards the door, pulls it open, and slips outside. Leaving you two very much alone. Okay, I will get ready to go, I suppose. Um, but I'll, before I leave, I'll say to Sarah, there are lots of ways to feed. When you're near blood, your teeth, your real teeth, will extend, naturally. Has Lisa taught you how to feed? She just said, do it a little often. When you taste it, you will want to drink forever. So take the smallest amount you can and then stop. I will show you what to do. I'm assuming it's like I don't know, seven o'clock. Between six and seven. Yeah. Sun's gone down quite soon. It would be easiest if they were unaware of us. I'll look at her up and down and say, Are you are you good at moving quietly when you need to? Not particularly. I'm in a physical sense. That was that was always Jim. Jim. All right. Physically. Um, Fine. So I will um, get Sarah to come with me, and I will of course realise that someone's taken my car. So we will take a stroll. Okay. As, as well, I'll be very carefully because the cat's definitely in. <laughs> yeah. Oh, actually, yeah, before I leave, I will put food down for Fagan. Okay. Good man. Um, and drink. And I will even stroke Fagan a couple of times. Yeah. Fagan seems a little bit more docile than he has been the last few days. Now that he's started <laughs> to get a semi-regular food Good. drop. Purrs at least when you touch him, yeah. which is probably more than what he's been doing recently, which is generally hissing and running away from everyone. Okay. So, yeah, I will take Sarah, um, and I'm... The thing is, not many people are going to be asleep yet, so... Um, what I might do is look to see if there are any very quiet pubs anywhere. I w oh, hang on a minute. I'm not in our domain, am I here? All right, change of plan. I'll say to I'll say to um, I'll, I'll go back into the flat with Sarah, and I'll say before we go, I'm going to take out my phone. I'm going to text Moses and say, "Where's my car?" <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, okay, you've uh, you received Where's my car? <laughs> a string of messages from Sarah, and then began making your way out into the living room. 
or into the uh, the space where Katia is. Yeah, like the and then the platform. Yeah, living room. Yeah, um, the living room. The living space where you uh, and you've started making your way out when your phone buzzes again and you have the question of, where's my car? Safe, intact, and in my haven. I need it. Sarah needs to be. Uh, I'll put Sarah's hungry. Give me BRB and then another message. Give me a couple of minutes because I don't know if he knows any text speak and it's 2001, so BRB is not going to mean a lot to you. I will look at it for a while. Uh... So, sat against the wall, um, clustered amongst some old debris on the platform, is Katia and Will. Kept to one side just to ensure that they're just not directly out in the open. They are huddled together, and what coat that Katia had has been spread out over her to immediately cover the wounds that she'd sustained the previous night. Wounds which you haven't had a proper look at since she was pretty much just shoved into the car and you drove off. But you're aware from the way that she's holding herself that it's quite substantial. Um, and Will is cleaving very close to her. Will seems a lot more alert and awake, and whilst Katya is has a little bit more range of motion to her than before, she is, if it's possible, paler than she was the previous day. She lo certainly looks a little more sunken than she was. Are you okay? Who are you asking? Um, Will. Because I know Katya isn't. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm okay. So, now that we have a little time, let me get this straight. Katya, let me try to find it. So the constable went after the prince. If I'm gonna have this discussion, I'd rather have it in front of the whole of the coterie, rather than repeat myself multiple times, Moses. Well, I have Benjamin Scar is the one in which I picked you up. His bag is flat with Sarah, Jim's sister. My recommendation is that we go meet with the others, go to your haven or his, whichever one's more secure, and stay there for a while. The, the most secure haven right now probably is this one. Then I recommend you go and get them and bring them back here for... Our communal safety. I check the phone and go, like, uh, and Sarah's hungry. Like brother, like sister. I will. So it'll be a while before I come back. I can't believe I'm going to ask this. Moses, do you have any rats in traps or anything anywhere remotely nearby? No. A lot of people have been coming paying visits to this place, it doesn't feel as secure as, you, at least as it used to. Um, I could try it, <coughs> because I have not been getting any rats, from, I've, not, I've not been hit feeding from here, so probably the area has quite a few. Whatever you can do would be appreciated. Okay, how about you, Will? 
I'm fine. Let me know if you need to go out or anything. I can I can make that a priority later on. I'll stay with her until you come back and then I'll sort myself out. Cool. <clears throat> Text Benjamin. I'll go pick you up. Wait for me in however long it is from here to there. Okay. I'll text back understood. Okay. Get in the car and go look for them. So put my phones all of them on the you know the, the little space in between the the seats mm -hmm. so i uh, even if they're they're in silent no vibrate or whatever they will light up and i if i get any message or calls or whatever i will see them i will not even even if i'm driving i will not ignore him okay so you start making your way back towards them it's still relatively early the uh. sun's gone down the streets are still yeah, I'm, I'm well illuminated with streetlights, the glow from cars. And it's August, right? So yeah. it's getting nippy. I'm just going to get a... Well, this is my haven, so I'm going to get a, probably like my beanie and um, my, a normal one. A normal one. And um, like a, a jacket with high collar. Try to like sort of disguise myself as I drive. Okay. It does take you a little longer to get there than your estimate. Just purely because there's a, a number of people out. Even the people that are te currently taking public transports isn't making the roads any easier to navigate at this time. Yeah, and I'm trying to avoid major roads in which I have to stop in a traffic light in front of a lot of people waiting to do cross or whatever. So you and Sarah are kept a little longer than is planned. Um, and it's perhaps because of this that you are given a little bit of company during the time that you are waiting. Um, the one who approaches you, you recognize to be Anatoly. Oh. Um, who seems to be moving down the street, pausing every now and again to double check numbers on buildings. And you can tell that because every now and again you'll stop, double check, uh, double take and go over to a building and double check the number. And he seems to note it down on a slip of paper. It can't be a very big slip of paper. Nobody can look about that, but he seems to be noting it down. And then he moves on to the next one. I would like to use heightened senses and I would like to watch everything he does. Sure. Every movement he makes, every look. Heightened every... senses out on the street? What particular senses I'm going to be are you pushing going for? for I'm going to try and push for sight. Okay. I just want to see how he moves. I want to see what he does. I want okay. to see the expressions on his face. I want to see maybe which numbers he seems to be looking at, which he then writes down. Okay. Um, we'll say because of all the the bits and pieces that are currently going on in the city that you have to ignore. Resolve plus insight. Resolve plus insight. Yeah. Okay. Uh, three successes. Three. Okay. Every single thing he's doing, <coughs> everything, is done with purpose. He is not making any, even the double steps that he's doing retracing hmm. steps to go back and check in the building it's steps that now that you're watching him closely he's not suddenly going oh there's one i've missed yeah. he has gone forwards noted something else and then gone back hmm. to what he's missed and he is doing everything with a calm composure and people that are stepping past him aren't stepping past him in a kind of oh this guy's got no shoes kind of thing but the way that they're regarding him is with a mixture of awe and fear. 
but it's subtle. It's not like they're looking at him and going, oh, fuck. They're instinctually giving him room. And he seems to not pay any sort of attention to them, but you are well aware he is noticing everything around him. And what he's writing, you can't tell because it's in a language you don't recognize. But every stroke of his pen is slow and purposeful. But you actually notice that the way that he's doing it, he's doing additional strokes on letters, almost as though he's... There's additional meaning behind each different letter he's writing. And then when he puts them down, he moves past certain letters. He seems to be paying more attention to certain units than others. You think it's units. Mm -hmm. But there's also some individuals who seem to garner his attention. And you only notice this because when they move past you see his eyes flick in his peripheral towards one or two people that pass everybody else seems might as well not exist but there's one or two people that his gaze flickers to as they move past but it's fleeting but like everything else about him there's a reason for what he's doing and then when he finally comes up towards you and he speaks in a very conversational kind of oh funny to catch you guys here kind of Mm. way you are well aware that his meeting you here is not unintended. I'm going to kind of move slightly behind them. Yeah, your impression of him is he terrifies you. And you can't place your finger on why. It's not the lack of shoes that most people would miss because the trousers are long enough that they kind of cover them unless he moves in a way which pulls it up his leg. It's not the dreadlocks or the kind of almost vagrant-like look he has about him. But there is something about him which is making your beast quell, and you cannot tell what it is. And what makes it worse is that when he's speaking, Benjamin seems to know him in a way that, to outwards appearances, Benjamin's not affected in the same way. Where are you going? We're going to make sure that uh, Sarah doesn't get too hungry. Prudent. Are you hungry, Sarah? A little. Yes, she is going to be sensible and not wait too long. It's wise. Too many people lose their lives to senseless feeding. You would suit a brunette, do you know that? I just saw a colour. Dyed into someone's hair earlier and I thought, hmm. Now I see it on you. I have the shapely face. It would make sense when you don't want to be recognised as who you were. To change how you look to change on the outside as well as on the inside. In an age of technology, everybody overlooks the basest of details. Colour of the hair. People pay attention to the electronics, technology, fingerprints, things like that. How easy is it to dye your hair? 
Mirinov. Wow. When were you born, out of interest? Do you want to know? I'm just curious. Don't worry. It's not important. I was just... curious. Where are you going? Same place you're going. Huh. Unless you object to my company. No. No, not at all. I'm curious to see how you do. Unless you object. She doesn't. It's alright. Well, it's all about choices now. Yes. Do you object? I... I won't be offended if you say yes. I have no idea what you're talking about. You're going to eat. Oh. oh. He leans in close to you. What did you do to her? Not me. The one that made her. Ah, the one we unmade. Yes. Sometimes, Sarah... I'll just make sure there's no one too close to us when I'm saying this. Like, normal people... You get the feeling that Anatoly's already doing this. Yeah. That he is very much, again, peripherals watching everything. We can... be cursed by... the one that came before. In your case, the one that made you was a coward. And she tried to hide that cowardice behind an angry face and by lashing out at others, but it was a weakness. You have to think of how to beat that weakness, to not be a coward. It's all right to be afraid, but don't let it rule you. Like it ruled her. Your brother. Yeah. Rules everybody. So, where are we eating? If it were up to me, we'd wait till later when people are asleep. But it's not up to me. It's up to you, Sarah. Would you rather feed from someone who is asleep? Or would you rather they be awake? Also, if you're feeling the need to be a bit adventurous, tonight's the night. Consider it a free buffet. All the owners are away. I've checked. I was waiting for a car. Do we not need to wait for a car? Depends on how picky you're going to be, I suppose. If none of the people here take your fancy, then yes. 
Gonna look around at some of the houses. I mean, I don't like to feed too close to where I live, but um, do, do I think that Moses is going to arrive very shortly, or do I think we've got time to try and sneak in a quick uh, it might, he Well, based on his estimates, he should have been here five minutes ago. Uh, okay, no, I'll wait. I'll wait for him because okay. to some extent, I um, I think I'd rather wait till it's later anyway before we. Okay. So you continue to wait. Anatoly doesn't say anything else. He goes and sits down on some of the stone steps and brings out the piece of paper and just observes it. Doesn't say anything else. And for all intents and purposes, you're pretty certain that he's forgotten you're there. Well, that's excellent because I intend to study him somewhat okay. relentlessly. Um, unless Sarah says anything to me. All of a sudden, Benjamin is staring at the blonde dreadlocked guy. You seem to have become, gone from being the focus of both of their intense attentions to ignored entirely. If this was, if this was, if you see, this was catching, you'd see question marks on it all. <laughs> Nothing. I'm just. It takes another 10 minutes before the vehicle finally arrives. Moses, the traffic has been a bitch. But you finally got there. Wanting to keep away from all the main streets has given a bit of a delay as it was, but you thought you could make up for that with the occasional acceleration. No. But there's no room for you to accelerate. So what was supposed to be a couple of minutes delay is now turned into a full 20 minutes. Okay. But finally, you find... The ones you're looking for, close to where you know Benjamin sleeps. So. How close are you pulling up? How busy is their street? Busy. I pull on a corner and a no. It's quite a few cars way. along the street, like parked up, <clears throat> this being a residential area. Yeah, I try to go to a non, non heavily transited area. Maybe go into one of the alleyways or, or small streets or or garage entryways or whatever, and then text him or call him. It's like I'm, I'm over here. Walk towards the car. So you get your message come through. Okay. It's the one thing that manages to distract you from mm. your study. Mm. He's here, and I'll. Uh, I'm going to start heading towards the car. I'm going to assume that Anatoly's going to notice. If he doesn't, I'll be proven wrong. He rose to his feet before you got the message. Ah, oh, there you go. But he doesn't move off until you have. Okay. Yeah, I'll go to the car. Okay. So you can see that same individual that you met outside of the school building. Soapy. Oh, what's his name? Antonio. Please call him Soapy. I know. Um, <laughs> I think the chat would love Arnold, you for it. Arnoldo Alberto. Anton Anatolio. And you can see him locked in apparently strenuous thoughts Okay. as you make your approach to the vehicle, your vehicle. Um, I'm going to get into the pass into the front passenger seat okay. as he's in the driver's seat. Hi there. Sorry about that, guys. And Traffic's being worse than usual and I was avoiding main streets. Anatoly climbs into the back. With Sarah. He does gesture for you to get in first. 
and climbs in behind, closes the door, and puts the seatbelt on. So, where are we going? Um, he wanted to come. Oh, okay. Um, but after that, we we need to meet with Katya. All right. And um, why? Then I look at the rearview mirror at Anatoly. I'll also look in the rearview mirror. He's like, um, well, she, well, we have some coterie related conversations to have, and is she okay? Uh, no. She isn't. They start driving off just because staying here is suspicious. So four people in a car. So you're just driving off to smaller streets, but out in the byways. The whole point is to go around all the way to our domain. Okay. As we're driving, I'll be keeping my eye out for anywhere where I think it might be. Yeah, anywhere where, because I'm thinking that we want to go somewhere if we're going to feed before it's super late, where at least there's only maybe one person. Okay. So I'm looking for any places where I, I get a vibe. I might be wrong, but where I get a vibe, maybe that there's just some one person there or it's or potentially one person. Cool. Uh, intelligence plus investigation. Or streetwise, if you want. There's different <laughs> difficulties depending on which. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, oh, you fooled D... Uh, I was going to say DM then. But, okay. uh, uh, one success. It's hard to gauge. Yeah, I mean, Moses is not taking the usual streets where you'd expect to go. Okay. For the reasons he stated previously. And your attention is currently torn between external and internal. Yeah. And it's hard for you to get every single time where you've passed a neighborhood where you think it could be good. You haven't spent enough time observing it as you've gone yeah. past to come I'll, to a reasonable conclusion. I'll give up. Well, my attention is on the three in the car, not, nothing what's outside. Okay. I'm just silently driving, trying to get to the domain. Okay. Normal stuff. Wrong night to get on anybody's. Wrong Where side. in the domain are you heading to? Northeast into the part we an annexed. So in the, the more that the more residential area, not the small residential in which we were between the, the mall and the cross hands, more to the east of it, over Camberwell Grove Lane and um, that little residential uh, area around the, the War Memorial and the park, the Surrey's War Rifle, Surrey Rifles War Memorial. Okay. Because I figure it is not like it, it might have some people walking about at night, but also houses and parks and stuff. Like that. Cool. So, do you want to have a discussion about how you're going to do this, or do you just want to leave it to Sarah to do with teamwork? Uh, oh no, I think I think um, I think I'm going to help her. Were you thinking more of a pub or something? Um, a pub feed. But no, well, were you taking us to like somewhere outdoors? Well, it's kind of deserted. I, I, it, it's just driving three, three blocks down that road, and we have all the pubs and restaurants. Yeah, I'll I'll take her into a pub. Okay. So relatively, it's not busy, but there's quite a few people in this particular club that you've come past. The Greyhound. Mask of a thousand faces. 
because I'm going to help them. And I don't go hungry. <laughs> okay. So what is your approach going to be for this? You're the primary actor here. What's your approach? So what do I do? I'll show you. Talk to somebody, seduce somebody. I'm going to tell... Um, is, is it a unisex toilet or is it sperm men and women's? Men and women. Okay. Split on two separate sides of the building. Okay. Um, I am going to... And I'll... The toilets themselves, are they like just small, like in one person can go in at a time kind of toilets? Rather than like a big thing of like cubicles and blah, blah, blah. No, it's the former more than that. Yeah, so like one person. Yeah. Perfect. Um, I will say to Sarah, I'll make sure that the toilets are not currently being used. And I'll say to Sarah, wait in the men's toilet. Someone will come there and then I will come in with them and then I will show you what to do. When you see them coming over with me behind them, slip inside. Okay. Do not let anyone else use the toilet before we arrive. Right. Find someone on their own. Okay. Male. I help them. Okay. Like, this is kind of kinky. In a bad way. Okay. So. Shall I tell you what I'm going to do? I'm going to dominate someone yeah, into going into the bathroom and doing what I tell them to do, and then I'm going to feed on them and show her so that she can feed on them at the same time. Okay. So what's your rates? Uh, your rating in dominant dominate. In dominate. It's two, but if they're a mortal who is unprepared. Yeah, no, that's fine. Um, what? How are you attributing to this? How are you helping? I'm spawning the guy who is on his own, not with a group. Okay. Isolated. Right. So all in all. Your approach to basically grab them and eat them is going to have a plus three, equal to your dominate plus your teamwork. Okay. Because even if you dominate the guy to go to the loo, you've still got to feed. Yeah. Although I'm going to dominate him to go to the loo, close his eyes, hold out his arms, and count to a thousand. <laughs> so, even so, it could go wrong. Yeah. So, you managed to find Moses a relatively uh, an easy mark in the sense that this guy. Uh, with a kind of burgundy coloured jacket is sat alone uh, watching the TV that's etched up in the corner and he's not really paying attention to anybody else he's, he's fixated on that TV every now and again he will glance around at other people and you can tell from the way that he's observing people that are in conversation or people that are uh, uh, you know, approaching the at the moment vacant uh, corner where the band is normally set up that he's eager for company that he hasn't yet got not in a kind of I'm hoping I score lucky today, but he just generally has a lonely feel about him. And that's what draws you to him. And then when you go up to him and then begin striking up the conversation, he's very quick to jump into it. Even though he doesn't know you, it seems yeah. to rouse in him some measure of enthusiasm for the, mm. uh, the socialness. Mm. Which means that the moment that he makes eye contact with you, it's very easy for you to just tell him. Go to the bathroom, close your eyes, hold out your arms count to a thousand mm -hmm. maybe in a more subtle way than that I'm not sure how subtle you're not much more moment. subtle no I'm and <laughs> as that. he's listening his smile slowly ebbs and then he nods 
And then he pushes the beer towards you almost as though he expects you to look after it. Mm. And then just steps past you. Moves straight towards the bathroom. So I'll follow him in. You're already in there, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. You're terrified when this door opens. You know what's coming, but you feel unprepared for it. So when the door handle finally goes, you brace yourself. And then as it opens, your fear at seeing a guy that you don't know and instinctively preparing an apology of some sort, because you're well aware this isn't the woman's bathroom, that vanishes the moment you see he step in. And you notice that the guy steps into the bathroom with his arms out in front of him and his eyes shut. And the weirdness of the scene immediately forestalls any kind of complaint or apology that you had. I'm going to close and lock the bathroom door behind okay. us. I'm going to, I'll say... I'm going to stay guard outside just in case. Say, do as I do. And I'll go, I'm going to go to one side and take one of his arms and wait for her to, to do the same with the other. And I'll bring my mouth close. Say, inhale. And then I'll show her my teeth coming down. And a very weird sensation. It's almost like feeling droplets of water pass down over your lip. It's probably the closest sensation you can have to it. Apart from that sensation is felt on the gums themselves. And then the sharp puncture as your fangs push into your lower gums. And you have to kind of rewrite them before you begin mimicking him. By the way, I went an extra level of hunger off that, Dominic, just so you know. Okay. Um, so I will say to Sarah, just a little. I will tell you when to stop. And then I will just very gently slide my teeth in and begin to feed. Okay. You both taking one? Three. No, I'm kidding. I'm taking <laughs> I am killing it. <laughs> I learned no. this from Sabine. No, no, just Occupied. Just one. Just okay. one. I'm gonna break even on this whole affair. Okay. And the reason why I'm only sipping is because I want to I want to take the sip, the kind of the briefest sip, and then I will stop to make, and then hopefully when I start raising my head, I will see her doing the same. If she's not, obviously let me know. You remember this sensation, faded though it is, the moment that you begin tasting blood, it is, the only word that comes to mind is euphoric. And everything fades away. Apart from the voice inside you, which is telling you, how incredible this feels and telling you it doesn't have to stop and in those moments where you are only aware of Benjamin retreating because of the way that his the other arm goes slack pulling your this own arm that you're latched onto lower through momentum that you are aware that he has stopped but as you try and stop yourself that voice inside gets louder. And it's only through your own willpower that you manage to force your your eyes open and detach yourself. You do know it takes her a few moments longer, mm, that's fine. but not enough to make you worried. Okay. Then I will make sure I've got her eye and then I will lick or I've bitten and watch. And the wound seal shut 
I will. As the man begins to shake yeah. on his feet, you can tell that he's shaking because of the way that his trousers flap. Yeah. You are well aware that his mouth is still moving. He's counting. Yeah? He's still counting. Perfect. I'm gonna. Um, I'm gonna make sure the toilet is the seat is up as if he's been using it. Um, and I'm gonna leave him there and unlock the door. Okay. Sarah, roll. We'll say roll composure plus <laughs> stealth for me. With the bonus dice that we gave her, or not? Most oh no, it. this is nothing to do with feeding. Oh okay, I'm I'm I'm, stand, I'm standing guard outside. Yeah, he's on the door. If that's relevant. Uh, I don't want part of that. <laughs> oh yeah, you're stopping people from going in. Yeah, like basically. But she's coming out of a guy's bathroom on the tail end of other people going in. It's attention grabbing. Okay. Okay. So you slip out. You don't think anybody's noticed and you don't think anybody's noticed. Most people are very preoccupied with their own company and the fact that the band is now setting up. There's instruments being uh, arrayed up on this elevated platform. And a lot of the attention has gone there. It seems like this is a band that is relatively well known in local circles, but you don't know who it is. It's not one that you recognize. Um, you slip free. It takes you a moment to try and remember to make sure that you've dabbed. But fortunately, because it was done in such a controlled manner, there is no spillage. There is no evidence. But it's a reminder to yourself that you only remember to check after you left. You step away. Hmm. The gentleman is still where you left him. Still counting, slowly. Fine. Then you find Moses outside the door, and Sarah glancing around. Better? Shall we? Yes. Where's Anatoly on all this? Did he stay in the car? Anatoly's at the bar. <laughs> oh. The gentleman that you... Um, that had been speaking to this guy that had given him his drinks and stuff, mm -hmm. is now currently speaking to Anatoly. But Anatoly is just leaning on one of his hands and just listening to what this guy is saying. And the guy is saying something quite animated. You can't quite hear what he's saying over the din, but Anatoly is listening. And then every now and again, he'll run his finger over the top of the glass. And then when he turns it the other way, the guy's tempo slows. And he starts speaking about something else. And then Anatoly turns his fingers the other way, and the guy's tempo picks up, and he starts being a bit more open with what he's saying. And then Anatoly just lifts his finger off of the top of the glass and turns and looks at you and then just blanks the guy. And the guy just looks from him, blinks, looks over towards someone else that's waving, emphatically trying to get his attention because they want to refill. And he just blinks, looks over at Anatoly and then moves off. Feel better? What the? Um, we have to be somewhere, don't we? Yes, we do. Do you? Uh, do you need us to drop you somewhere? No, I can make it on foot. I was just curious. Sure. Sure. Yeah, I'm meeting someone. Who? You know who. 
Oh, the other friend you mentioned. Lucita. Lucia. Lucita. That's the one. Thank you. I think you'll get on well with her. It's not often that she doesn't disdain new company. I think it's the soap product. Smells nice. Hmm. I like that soap. So do I. Yes. I'll reimburse you. Lovely meeting you, sir. Are we waiting in the car? <laughs> just, just walk out confounded about the soap conversation. I'm gonna try and slow. <laughs> <laughs> Moses. Uh, yes. She'll do her part. But it's not going to be the part that you're hoping for. Who are you talking about? Our... Mutual friends between the three of us. How's the hand? Still there? It will always be there. No, it won't. Good evening, guys. And he steps past okay. you. Okay. Huh? And I start walking to the car. Yeah, I'll get to the car as well. Hmm? Huh? <laughs> you just sit down and start. Um, Who now. Who is that? Driving towards my other other haven. So as we're driving, I'll say that is Anatole. Yeah, I met him last night. I had to ask if him and had you know, done the whole thing of this introducing themselves to the friends. Is he like us or something else? He's like us. He is definitely something else. Like, yes, he's like what? us, but in another total different league. Uh, what does that mean? Um, it means he feeds on blood like you do. But he's different in other ways. Like? He, like he sees things differently. Lots of things. So he is... Mad? No, not mad. He's enlightened. I'm just nodding with my head and driving. I'm getting some seriously mixed messages here. I get really, really confusing. Well, not everyone sees the world the same way, Sarah. People disagree. Sometimes they disagree with themselves. I wanted to thank you, Moses. For? Last night, I, I thought I wanted, I wanted his blood. I wanted him to destroy him, to be him, but I was wrong. It's okay. I, it, it, was, it was a weird, addictive blood It thinking. was incredible, Moses. What? Well, a lot of drugs like will do that else. to you. I mean, that's how. That's how 
you lost Edmund. That's what, how Edmund was lost. Yes, I thought... And the thrill of that drug I, that was that poison. I thought I could do better than Edmund. I thought I could be better than Edmund. I thought I could, could be him, but better. But that was wrong. I've, I've, you were right to stop me. Thank you. It's okay. You're welcome. I've, I've found something better now. I'm afraid to ask, what have you found? No, not blood. Oh. Just a better way. Oh, okay. A better way of what? A better way to be. As in... How? You have to understand, I did it all for him, for Edmund. Everything. Everything was for him, but he's... And I know that he was dead for a long time, but now he's gone. There's nothing now. I can... Weren't you doing some of the stuff for yourself as well? Weren't you... Weren't you challenging yourself to improve, increase the level of your art? Not only for Edmund, but for yourself? I... don't know. Were I... you at any point true to yourself? trying to improve I, because if you're doing it for him but you're fully aware that you're doing it then you're, you're remaining true to yourself i did it because he wanted me to do it uh, did you want to do it i wanted to do it because he wanted me to do it what do you want to do i i'm still working that out but i'm getting there moses i'm getting there it's okay. It takes time. And and me time. And you you stop me, and I'm grateful. Yeah, don't mention it. What? The blood you drank. It tasted good, didn't it? Yes. Some blood tastes better. Some blood tastes so good that you would do anything for it. Right. Our blood. Not human blood. Our blood tastes better and the older you are the better it tastes so you are going to feed on someone older and i used to feed on someone older a lot a there's, lot there's a lot of your education that has to go through lisa we're Li not supposed to teach her we're not supposed to teach her. No, that's part of the agree uh, agreement. Well, then why did she not teach Sarah how to feed and then abandon her? That's why I'm not say I didn't say anything until now. She needs to feed. We help her. She needs protection. We protect her. Sarah is our responsibility now. To take care of, not to train or teach or educate in any way. We should ask a greater boon from Lisa. We have a major boon from Lisa. The only thing that is above it in the prestation system is a life boon. Hmm. What we have is massive. Where's this boon system? I don't. And I, I tell her just the very basics. This is this is the currency. This is you owe me a favor, I owe you a favor. But with immortal beings, 
well, it comes long memories. So if you fail to deliver, people would know. This is basically your you, your credibility towards boons is pretty much everything you would have in kindred society. If you're not, if you cannot be trusted to repay a boon, you're unworthy of even sharing the same living space as other kindred. Some princes wouldn't even let you stay in their cities. Others would enforce it in nastier ways. I'm sure Lisa will explain to you the the nuances of the trivial, minor, major types of boons, but when, when we agreed to take care of you, it was in exchange for a major boon. Basically, she owes us big time. Would you like to know something funny, Sarah? Is there anything funny in this world now? Yes. I would have done it anyway. But Lisa doesn't know that. I wouldn't have. You're going to see how Katya is. And this is the state of things these days. I have a lot in my plate and taking care of another person is not exactly what I have in my list of priorities. I'm sorry. It's not against you. Anyone. Anyone. It's all right, Moses. I can do it. I'll do it. We still need Katya to agree. I won't say anything to that. <laughs> I... Fire Continue away. back? Yeah. Okay. Takes you less time to get back to your haven than it did to go and get them. Um, <laughs> but not by much. Um, and you begin making your way slowly, as subtly as you can, back down towards your haven. Easier to do when you haven't got somebody with a, you know... Yeah. God's out. Bloody torn, you know, clothing. Um, and when you make your way back down, you can hear soft conversation going on further down. You can hear it, certainly. Um, but it cuts off the moment that your footsteps echo down the passage that leads back to the tra train car. Yep. And then when you step around the corner, you see Will and Katya. Now that they've been moved over closer towards the train car and out of casual sight, uh, you can tell that um, whilst Will has taken off her jacket and put it over Katia, um, Katia's stomach is open from side to side. Um, and she's partially healed it, but she is not moving on the one side to keep what she has inside where it is. That is the only wound she has, but it is deep. And that's how she is at the moment. And we go in. Okay. Actually, I I go around the car and look for the old couch that Foggy used to use. And just start dragging it so she has a place to sit that is slightly more comfortable. She gets up. She nods to Benjamin as she moves. She doesn't say anything initially. You get the feeling that speaking, unless she's settled and unmoving, is probably painful for mm. her. Um, and Will steadies her as she walks. So she doesn't hold her up as she did, bringing her down. Um, and now that you've had a proper look at it, there's quite a few superficial wounds which have been healed. Um, and now she settles her again, more comfortable with what you brought over. Katia gives a proper look to each of you. Longer towards Sarah, 
but doesn't say anything. Did you want me to um, go now, or did you want me to be here? Uh, this is Will asking me. Yeah. I gather you had something to speak about. Um. Yes, we do. But actually, first thing we can discuss in your presence, Katya, you remember Sarah, right? Um. Vaguely, it's been quite a busy time, Moses. Okay. Um. We have been asked by Lisa Ketting to take care of her. Not as in, uh, I mean, she's a fledgling. And Lisa Ketting is, to all intents and purposes, her sire. We're just tasked with babysitting and protection. In exchange for? Major Boon. Done. For the coterie. Done. Cool. I guess we're beginning to know each other a little better than Sarah. Matthews. That's her surname now. Sarah Matthews. D this is this is the worst wound I've seen on her. Although the one she had with the crowbar was like pretty nasty. Hmm. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry if I, I, I mean, if I were making right, it up. Okay. Right. I honestly thought Sarah just started laughing. I was like, that was Phil, man. Okay. Lisa hasn't taught you yet about healing, has she? How long have you been with you two? Oh, two of us last night. I think she was embraced, what was it, four days ago? Four days. Maybe five. Um, four, yeah, four. They, that, that was someone else who told me about healing, but you didn't heal that? Given time, you can heal anything. It's a little harder to do than it looks, trust me. I'll be fine in a couple of days, but it's the resultant hunger that comes about to the effort that makes it a slow process. To heal, you need a lot of blood. A lot. As your brother could probably attest to, having had his own shares. Yes. But I'm unwilling, you'll forgive me, to do a gym and try and heal it too quickly. I, I, I do think we need a a little bit of an explanation of what happened. I'll give it to you, but I'd rather... <sighs> I need to feed on something. I can't go out. So if you have those rats... Walk down the tunnel. Rats? Just get over here, guys. I'm, I'm going to need a lot, Moses. I'm going to... Some summon choose to feed on animals. So is Fagan an emergency? No. <laughs> You're gonna need a lot, you say. You will find that animal blood tastes much worse than human blood. If you want and to have it gives you much less sustenance. A rational, clear discussion, then yes a lot. 
if you want to see how many, watch. Because I'm thinking dogs. Should I try and help somehow? I, I don't know if I can, but if it helps... Depends on how you're doing it. I, I don't know. How would you help her? Moses talking about doing something to feed her. I'm just, there's, I'm just gonna get some rats into here. Grab as many as you can. Put them in those cages. Right. I'm gonna step away from wherever the rats are coming. I'm not intending to collect rats. Okay. I'm grab a cage. She's gonna need a couple dozen. I'll go and stand by one of the cages, which has got a door open, so that when the rats are in, I'll shut the door behind them. Okay. I'll go that far. That's useful, mate. Right. Make your rolls. I'm not gathering rats, though. No. So it's, um... It's more like this is just animals. you without teamwork, because this is discipline. This is discipline, yes. This is and then you can do your gathering attempt to try and... Yeah. <laughs> not replicate the events of the... I'm the gonna willpower it. Oh, man. Because it was disgustingly bad. Yeah. One success so far. I still maintain that's one of my oh, favorite well. fan arts ever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Four, four successes. Rat. Four successes. Four but success. no critical. Four okay. successes though. I don't know how. I don't know how many that gets you. But Over the din of the cars above, there comes a very, very, very faint clicking noise. It's very faint, and then that. Clicking becomes a chipping and a chirping. And then scratching. And like one of the worst horror films you could possibly imagine, rats materialize in shadow. Easily between 40 and 50. Oh, nice. Spreading through the tunnel. Come one, come all. Oh, damn. So, how many successes did you get? Uh, four. Right, who is making the capture attempts? Me, um, I went hungry. So you I'm, I'm, I'll, I will oh, assist the capture okay. by clutching so the from, door. If you fail this roll, you need to leave the table because you are getting the four successes from him, plus <laughs> well, that's two a really hard. for assistance. So you get plus six dice whoever's catching. Oh, if you fail to oh. catch any rats here. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, sure, what the hell, I'll take it. Yeah. What, what's the roll? Plus six. No, what, what's the actual thing he's... Yeah. What oh, the apologies. Uh, it's going to be Dex plus uh, Brawl. Dex. Oh. Or Athletics. Animal Ken. Animal Ken. Animal Ken Athletics, but the difficulty is going to vary. So, animal, uh, so Dex and Animal Ken or Athletics. Yeah. Right, so plus six. Go with the athletics. Plus six dice. Yes, because I gave her four... Like, plus the amount six of rats... Dice. Plus your assistance, plus everything else. Um, um, just come, come. Satisfying so much. Oh yeah. Um, willpower. He doesn't need to willpower. Really? I was gonna say. No. Really? Why not? How many? Don't, why, how many? Why would you willpower that? How because why? Because why not make it? A, why not make a ridiculous amount? I mean, I, if I can also get a, a blood a blood point, I think you're I underestimating how important willpower is. I know. Okay. <laughs> that was karma. 
but can, well, that's, that's still a happy critical for uh, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine successes. Okay. How many cages did you have? Three. You're four. unaware. Like, wait, that because, you... wait, wait. They're, they're like foggy sized. Yeah. Like sort of like Kennelly. It takes you a double take to see whether or not this is accurate, but you don't think any rats got away. They are all in the cages. Every single fucking one of them. The noise is deafening. Yeah, the girl's good. Um, I'm, I'm just gonna go and look for one of, like, a big trash can. Because we're gonna be, like, dropping yeah, So you, you move on to do that. You've just had one of the weirdest sensations of your life. You've had to wade through rats, grab them, and throw them into a cage. But despite the fact that they were scratching and biting, the speed with which you did it was terrifying. And most of them were caught off guard. And the ones that were aware of what you were doing were more occupied with the effort of fleeing than trying to bite at you. And with Moses moving between the ones that were fleeing and you focusing on just shoveling in the main bulk and you just slamming the cages shut, they're all cat. So when Sarah is by the cage and I shut the last door, I will say very quietly, you see, you can be anything you want. I look for the the big bucket or the trash can or something, like a big bin. Yeah, you find an old black, uh, one of those old metal yeah. dented bins. That's one. And I just put it down next to Katya, open a cage, grab a rat, here you go, Okay. here I go. I'll take one blood out of that. Okay. Uh, you will need to, to take... To compensate because I, I, I went okay. hungry when You're I... You're going to need to take about 12 rats. Sort of, yeah. Okay, what's your blood potency? Mine one. Okay, yeah. Now for Katia's hunger frenzy. <laughs> oh boy. With one rat. Who's going for the cages, man? I have my steak at the ready, just in case. <laughs> You've only seen Katia descend on rats or animals. This viciously once before. Once. The poor, poor dog. Uh, were the pigeons? Pigeons. But that was me, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was the pigeons. Oh, no, yeah. No, it was like a dog or, yeah. or something. She, You've she, only seen her go this. On a dog. Vicious. But as you lay the bin down and her head turns and the nostrils begin to flare, her eyes narrow. And there's a moment of reflection where she tries to rein herself in. And although there is a brief loss of control and then a recovery... The speed with which she throws herself at that bin to get at the animals inside is terrifying. I mean, you were quick just now. This is worse. And it has the added effect of when she throws herself, it opens the wound. But she doesn't seem to care. And she begins tearing in to these creatures amidst a sea of terrified squeaks and cries of the rodents as she rips them apart. I think at this yeah. point Sarah's, uh, Sarah has the the emotion of she's she's but this is kind of some with that much movement going at that much force. I think this 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 is the moment where I use like discipline comes into play where she just kind of more instinctively activates just to get away. And I blink. 
Okay. Oh, you just run out of... Out of yeah, just instinctively... Just... <laughs> waves. Yeah. Uh, okay. I passed the rail check, so... Okay. This time. <laughs> this time. I wish I had more episodes, man. With her going through the willpower and the blink and the rouse checks, this is, this could have been something magical. Um, uh, she vanishes. Shit. And caught between the sound of the the banging of the internal part of this this can and the quietening squeals of the rats as corpse after corpse is thrown out of this bin. When Katia comes out, she is a mess of rodent blood. I ask Will, can you can you go get Sarah, please? Uh, I'll take care of Katya. Where did you go? Uh, just away. So probably Anywhere through the, the only door there is, because I doubt she even knows that there is a an entrance to the tunnels from here. Okay. So Will nods, gets up, moves away from Katya as she's feeding, and goes straight after you. She approaches you slowly. Do me a composure plus insight. I'm guessing my specialty will not apply on this one. Remind me which it is. Detect lies. No. Uh, four. Okay. There's something grounding about Will. You weren't quite certain what it was when you saw it before, but you see in the way that she's looking at you and you see in her eyes that there is something familiar there. Both terrifyingly familiar and comfortingly. In that she understands what you're currently going through. And you get the feeling that she understands in a way that you haven't yet seen. You've had loads of people telling you that they understand what you're going through. You've had loads of people saying this. But you've not yet believed it to the degree that you do now. And she hasn't said anything. She's just approaching you slowly. And she has her hands wide so you can see that she has nothing in hands. But the way that she's just looking at you without saying anything makes it clear. And she doesn't approach you after about closing to two meters. But she just waits for you to calm. And then she just reaches out with her hand. You're leaving her hanging? Okay. She grabs it lightly, but with a firmness that prevents you from just bolting again. She begins leading you back. That was probably the kindest method of feeding that you were going to see from a hungry kindred. I'd get used to it. pulls you back towards the group. Katia, still covered, shunts the bin away, and it spins among itself as it rolls to a stop. And Katia just wipes her mouth off, flicks it away. No, I actually get one of the bowls go to water so she can wash her face if she wants to. And more of the injuries begin to heal slowly. The bits that you can see, 
through the ruins of her clothing, begin going over. And the very, very, very edge of the wedge, in terms of her injury across the gut, slowly begins healing. Very slowly, but not by much. But it's clear that she is sufficiently taken on blood that she's more alert and aware. And the way that she looks at you all is less suspicious, less concerned, and less analytical than it would normally be. Or than it has been when you've seen her before. And she seems a little bit more focused. Right. What do you want to know? And we will pause there for the break before you start. Thank you for listening to part one of this episode of Blood on the Thames. We really hope that you enjoyed the show. And if you ever want to watch us playing live, find us at Twitch at 7pm UK time every Monday. Follow us on Twitter or Facebook for latest updates. See you next week.